I'm Jeff MacArthur. Let's turn our attention next to restaurants, who, of course, have been doing their best to stay afloat once again during this pandemic. Eric, Erica Puckering is the co-owner of the Electric Diner in Hamilton, and Erica joins us now to tell us the tale of how some cyber slews helped them solve a caper that recently uh, befell the uh, restaurant, and Erica joins us now. Erica, good afternoon. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. First of all, could you tell us a little bit about the Electric Diner for those of us that have not been? Uh, I understand it's right there in Hess Village in Hamilton. That's right. Yes, um, just on George Street in Hamilton downtown. Um, we've been open. We opened six months pre first pandemic lockdown, um, so it was fairly fresh. So we've been open since September 2019, and it's an 80s themed um, diner. Very cool. So if I walk into the electric diner, uh, what do I see there? Am I going to see like some Rick Astley uh, posters on the wall? What's going on? <laughs> well, we have a Bo Derek. Um, we okay. do have a uh, lots of original art actually that we brought in from some galleries in the States um, that range from, you know, a scene from the breakfast club to She-Ra, you know, to strawberry shortcake all over the place. Anything that really spoke to my husband and I um, from the eighties who are, we are both eighties children and, uh, you know, there's pink walls and, you know, some sparkle mm -hmm. stripes and, you know, lots of, lots of fun stuff to look at. Okay. Guilty as charged, by the way, when it comes to being an 80s child. So when I get to the electric diner, I'll be just uh, in good company if I show up with the T-shirt, blazer, no socks on, right? I'll be good. Uh -huh. 100%. You will be okay. you'll right in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, tell us a bit about like so many restaurants. Oh, by the way, let me ask you, because I didn't realize it was just six months before the pandemic hit that you had yeah. opened the restaurant. Just how tough was that? I mean, it's tough enough just to get a restaurant uh, going in the best of circumstances. Just how tough was that for you six months into this new business? Well, you usually when um, this is our second restaurant, we did put together a budget for a contingency, uh, but not for that. Uh, you know, we had some buffer for the first year to try and get on our feet, but that was a pretty big blow. And um, luckily, there ended up being some financial aid later on, but we really didn't qualify for it only being operational six months prior to the lockdown. You know, there was nothing to really compare our wages to. So, um, so, you know, it was tough. Um, we did get some help, uh, through BBC and sort of got us off our feet, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't ideal the first year, I must say. <laughs> All right. Well, like so many restaurants, you, I'll use the word pivoted, uh, you had to adapt of course. And, uh, one of those things that a lot of restaurants have done is take out and not only that, but, uh, outdoor patios, outdoor, uh, dining, which is uh, tough, obviously in conditions and weather such as this. So you did what a lot of restaurants did. You got to some of those uh, really big industrial heaters. Is that right? Yes. Uh, we invested in two of them last year when the only option we had was outdoor dining. Um, and we built a tent. Uh, the outdoor dining district program was in effect in our city of Hamilton. They allowed us to have a space on city property. And so we jumped on that put a tent up, our landlord donated a 12 foot beautiful tree. And we really tried to make it something with a couple of really good heaters. It worked really well. So we invested in two more of those heaters this year when we had a little bit more cash from the summer sales. Okay. And it worked really well until you showed up one day and the heaters were no longer there. That's right. Yes. Just Wednesday morning. Um, I got a call from our opening manager saying, you're not going to believe this. Like, are you sitting down? All four of the heaters are gone, just gone. 
and we all have them locked up. So that was, I mean, I was in complete shock. I felt gutted because, you know, as you said before, we have pivoted and we've pivoted and every time, you know, we haven't let it kick us down. We said, okay, this is the next round. What are we doing next? Let's find the solution. You know, we're not going to give up because we can't, you know, we don't have the, the financial support in place from only being operational six months uh, prior to the first lockdown. So we've just fought and fought. And this was one of those things where we we said, we don't have a solution for this. We don't have four extra heaters or $12,000 to replace them right now. So it was a big kick in the gut, I must say. All right. And in steps, uh, social media, tell us how they help kind of crack or solve this uh, case for everybody, everybody there at the electric diner. Right. So we immediately um, started going through our surveillance to try and nail down uh, when the uh, heaters were thieved and it started around three 30 in the morning. Um, I messaged my two neighbors, the law office and Andyama, which is a coffee shop and barber shop. And I said, do you guys have footage starting at three 30 in the morning from the front of your places? Um, you know, all of our heaters were stolen. And Dre, the owner of Andiamo, you know, felt really horrible. And um, in about an hour, he messaged me saying, Erica, I started a GoFundMe for you because, you know, I can't imagine how you can fix this. Um, and it, he um, started it and we thought, okay, give it a shot because I don't know what else to do right now. And within 24 hours, we had all of that money uh, donated from people all over Hamilton, uh, people I never met before, some people, old friends, some people, you know, in the States to in Ottawa growing up. But for the majority, it was the community of Hamilton just going crazy. They were sharing the GoFundMe left, right and center. Um, we just, it, the, the, the reaction was amazing. People were just so um, you know, that was so heartfelt to our story. And, you know, they really knew that we were struggling as a restaurant already being closed and trying our best to work with what we had. And for the biggest tool being taken away from us, everyone sort of like jumped in and tried to help. Uh, people were calling, offering their own heaters from their backyard. Um, Collective Arts stepped in and lent some of their small heaters for us. Um, it was really an amazing community outreach. Amazing, uh, so amazing. Did, did it actually kind of restore your faith a little bit in humanity? Honestly, the amount of emotions I went through from the morning on Wednesday to Wednesday evening is incredible. I think I, I ticked off every single emotion you can think of because it went from gutted to, you know, devastated to hopeful to, you know, feeling so loved, like beyond belief. Uh, so it was it was pretty incredible feeling. We just couldn't believe it. Okay, not only the GoFundMe, though, Erica, I understand that uh, you also managed to locate the heaters. Is that right? Yeah, there's a twist in the tail. Um, so by the next day, by 10 a.m., we had already the money collected. We contacted our supplier, ordered two, and said, okay, let's just do two for now just to be safe. And um, by 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I get a call through my uh, work, the Electric Diner Instagram account from someone I don't know. And I thought it was a mistake. You can hit it sometimes. So I ignored it. And he messaged saying, please send me a picture of your heaters. I think I found them. And so he called me again. He's like, I'm driving downtown Hamilton. I see what it looks like workout equipment. But if you send me a picture, I can maybe have a look. And sure enough, you know, he's like, it looks exactly like them. Come on down. My husband got in his car. I called him. He, he rushed right down and drove past. And he said, I, they're for sure them just straight out in the open on someone's front um, driveway, half covered by a, um, a tarp. Uh, you know, just out. And we knew there were, there was a, you know, two were gray, two were black. So he ended up 
sitting in his car about a football field away and watched the house and the uh, heaters and called the cops, uh, waiting for them to arrive. And, uh, you know, four hours later, they still hadn't come. Um, and knowing that, of course, there were other things that were more important. Um, and But the, um, the people in the house ended up starting to load the heaters into the back of their truck and take off. So my husband, co-owner, Jamie Ewing, he jumped in his vehicle and uh, started to drive and, and chase them, um, calling the cops again, who ended up intervening and finally stopping them and arresting them. You know, I was kind of joking earlier referencing Sonny Crockett, but it's almost like a Miami Vice episode come to life for the electric uh, diner. He jumped in the car, tailed them, uh, got back up and uh, all's well that ends well. Uh, the heaters are, are back with you. Yes, after a stakeout and a hot pursuit, we ended up getting all those heaters back. I mean, it was quite an adventure. We always say when you're a small business owner, you learn how to do everything from like fixing your HVAC unit. And now I guess, you know, chasing down your own criminals. Um, but, you know, we have all four back and, you know, they're a little beat up, but they work. And uh, we, we couldn't be happier to be able to refund everybody through GoFundMe, which is the best part of the story, I think. Yeah, listen, this is an amazing uh, story. We just love seeing a community uh, rally and come together. The city of Hamilton coming together uh, for all of you there at the Electric uh, Diner. I know times have been really tough, particularly for those in the restaurant and the hospitality industry. And I think it's just so important to get some of these, uh, you know, obviously not the greatest circumstances, but what turned out to be a good news uh, story. And Erica, thank you so much for uh, joining us and sharing your story with us this afternoon. Thank you so much. And everyone continue to support local because they're, uh, they're the small guys that have big hearts. Thank you so much. You bet. There goes Erica Puckering, co-owner of the Electric Diner in Hess Village in Hamilton. And we're back after this break. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.